Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Exploring how it is reshaping the way we work and create in the digital age. The creator economy, as in recent time, gained so much relevance and is offering individuals a path to transform their passion, talent, and creativity into livelihoods. Whether you're a YouTuber, you're a podcaster, an artist, or a writer, the opportunities for creators to connect with their audience and monetize their content has never been easier. So today with me is Lydia George, a social media marketing manager. Hi, Lydia. Hi. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi. And we have Damola Oyekunle, a digital marketing consultant. Hi, Damola. Hi, everyone. Good to be here. Good to have you. And we are going to be discussing the creator economy and how it is shaping the future of work. So without further ado, Lydia, what is the creator economy? So hmm, if you Google it, it will tell you that it is a software facilitated economy that allows creators earn from their creations. That's simply what it is. It's a software facilitated. So it's not a country. It's not a physical economy, but it is software facilitated, meaning it exists on applications and softwares like Instagram, TikTok, all this combined together and the creators on them are the creator economy and the ability to basically earn from your work. So whether that's through influencing, consulting, anywhere you're earning, that is part of like the creator economy. So Damala, can you tell me how this is different from the regular work? I believe one of the, the major reasons why the creator economy is different from regular jobs is the independence and flexibility because you are no longer bound by the traditional job hours, you know, nine to five or intrude nine to nine. And you are able to blend your personality, your personal interests into the, into your, your professional activities. And you are able to measure your success, not by the predefined conventional metrics that we use, but with things like audience engagement or content virality and then of course after that the monetization aspect of things so i think those are like the major differences between the creator economy and regular traditional jobs uh, you said um 99 i feel like you're not in lagos because if you're in lagos it's more like <laughs> six to nine or four to nine but yes do you I mean... think, yeah. so do you think it is one of the factors that is affecting or is influencing the growth of the creator economy in recent times like the movement or transportation or like the stress of the normal regular jobs personally i feel like it's it's always been around right the creator economy has been around for the longest time mostly in foreign countries but during the rise of covid it's it's sort of like ballooned into like this really huge thing when everybody realized oh this is something they could get into now the reason why i am going from this specific direction is because one aspect of the creator economy that most people don't talk about is the fact that even though you are now independent you have that flexibility you are now effectively your own boss and most people don't make the best bosses of themselves, which means they end up working the same nine to nine, sure. right? So <laughs> I, I think if if people go into it with the mindset of uh, they are leaving, they are going to the creator economy just because they are trying to skip that 
time frame it's it's going to actually take a bit of time to balance out so i think it was the rise of covid then of course our technological advancement that's increased the rise of uh creators for for example now we have seller which made it extremely easy for people to create and host courses we have tiktok live that made it easy for people to go live and start monitoring their content so all those things definitely played a huge role in the rise of the creator economy um lydia what other factors do you think has affected the rise of the creator economy for me i think it was stories like in africa there are so like this is literally a continent of stories from the inception of what we now know as africa and what we now know as nigeria we've somehow created this very interesting history for ourselves so now Creating history is increasing identity for ourselves. So people want to share those stories and not just the African story. It's also now the personal story. A lot of people have stories of their lives. Mm. People have stories of their life when from survivor stories to growth stories. People have stories. So when people saw, especially during COVID, when people saw, okay, this is a way I could change other people's lives and this is a way I can do it from the comfort of my home people jumped on it because why not um the creator economy really comes from the inception of it really comes from a place of value people wanted to share value people wanted to give value to each other and people found ways to do it through their stories through their daily lives imagine there are wonderful accounts of moms you know give you see you see the whole thing of them getting pregnant giving birth having children and while this might just look like to you because i'm not a mom this might just look like a woman posting about her kids someone is learning about what food their their child would probably like someone is learning about what playtime activities is best for their child someone is learning about things to do when you're pregnant Mm. and personally i saw a woman's birth story that made me say okay epidurals here we go <laughs> right people are learning <laughs> so the whole idea of the creator economy came from a place of value and people wanted to share stories so yes there is an unlimited pool of stories in the world an unlimited pool of stories in people's lives so the creator economy is the birth of people being able to their story in public true i really agree with that but also you know people say that oh we're trying to make money everybody's trying to make money damala is that something you wanted to say yeah okay please yeah like i could relate to what she said especially the example of pregnant women and all of that i mean i don't have kids but i end up seeing things like how to bop a child how to identify a couple of common ailments that are common there but here in nigeria we just usually assume they are normal things you know stuff like that so that part of things has definitely been interesting but for me again maybe because i come from the marketing consultant perspective (laughs) at the end of the day i'm like what's the money part of things you know it's all well and good (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) how are you monetizing it you know so that's that's usually where i look at things from but yeah it's 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 definitely been helpful Yes, and that brings me to my next question. Monetization. How do creators monetize their work? And what platforms? I've heard a lot about, I think I've heard a lot about YouTube. But we have seen everybody saying, I TikTok, I need to do this. Or <laughs> TikTok has gotten to the extent of yeah, AI's live. AI yeah. And you're like, hi, welcome. Thank you for the roses. Thank you for 
<laughs> and it's funny, <laughs> but really, how do creators make their money? How do they monetize? And how do they, and what platforms are the best for monetization? Okay, so I think I would say, Atela, we have this thing we've had going on for this phrase we have going on for the longest time. My knowledge makes me money. Mm. It's all about knowledge. And when you talk about knowledge, people automatically, I mean, when I've been, I've been privileged to go out and, you know, on behalf of sellers, say these things to people, your knowledge will make you money. And when I say that, people automatically go to deep things, deep type of knowledge, like like what Damola does, how to run Facebook ads. I won't go to these really deep things and I'm just like, you're missing the point. point. Well, that is what you know and fine, <laughs> but like this is, you're, you're going too deep. Let's calm down. Knowledge can be as simple as how to be a producer. Mm-hmm. Knowledge can be as simple as how to burp your baby. Knowledge can be as simple as what to give your baby in the first five months of being born. That's knowledge. Knowledge is acquired. Knowledge is not just acquired by going to school and doing this and passing exams. Knowledge is acquired by everyday activities. And those things ultimately form your story. Again, I'm back to story. Yeah. All those things ultimately form a part of your story. So your story will give you knowledge. The things you've been through in life will give you knowledge. You see, I've seen a digital product because we often like just going and see what people are creating in Africa. And it's so beautiful to see. And I've come across a digital product that was about how to make egusi soup. Now, this might seem very yeah, like, <laughs> egusi soup. Like, okay, check. But she knows how to do this thing powerfully. She knows how to make the best egusi soup. And that's her knowledge. That's that's her knowledge. And she will teach it and she will earn from it. So it's simple. Monetizing is simple. Take away all the all the talk of numbers this and that it all boils down to one thing what do you know and how can you share what you know and end for it that's the simple idea of making money in the creator economy so damala what platforms are helping creators yeah i I wanted to just quickly buttress what she said and then add a couple of others uh, just some additions to it. Right. So she mentioned how it doesn't have to be something complicated, yeah. like something specialized. In my case, I teach Facebook ads, digital marketing, those types of things. But yeah. it goes way beyond that. She mentioned somebody cooking and selling a goosey. That's knowledge. That's something you can sell, right? And then there are also other monetization platforms. And I, I felt the need to actually mention them for some people because not everybody <laughs> wants to monetize knowledge specifically but they still want to make money through you know what they do what they create their stories and the like so we have other options like ads revenue you mentioned youtube so youtube is a very good option that's youtube ads youtube adsense for either on youtube itself or google adsense for the bloggers we have sponsorships a lot of creators enjoy sponsorships i feel like if i I feel like it's a very easy way to make money if you are popular if you are popular you know you see people doing the whole brand ambassador kind of gig and then you hear the kind of prices some people call (laughs) for those types and you're like okay this makes a lot of yeah it makes a lot of sense you know (laughs) i mean i found out recently i think lai wasabi should be at roughly two million per skit wow for for sponsorship not even brand ambassador you know so those are that 
Yeah, I, it made me start reconsidering my career. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> so, um, you know, you have all those options. You have Patreon for the people that can receive uh, money from foreign countries. You can do Patreon. You can have membership platforms. Take, for example, the lady um, that, that that was teaching how to make Eggsy soup. I'm pretty sure she knows how to make other types of soups. She can potentially have a membership situation where she's teaching people every week or every month she's teaching them something specific a different type of soup so those are like different options or uh, different monetization options that creators can use and then in terms of platforms i mean youtube tiktok facebook apparently a lot of those kids makers on facebook make a ton of money from those videos that we would watch and be like this is not funny mm-hmm. apparently they make a lot of money from it so you know all of those are options that that can be used for monetizing their i was about to say monetizing their knowledge for monetizing their creation yeah uh, beautiful so we've also seen that people seem to think that the rise of gen z is the rise of content creation but really how do you think that the creator economy is affecting regular jobs how do you because it can be that i don't know a lot of people have stopped to work in fact a lot of people have taken their regular jobs like i beg i beg i don't have to do this because i can just stay in my house I and really be making <laughs> i can be making money and you want me to come and be saying yes to somebody <laughs> so how do you think it has affected the regular jobs and job industries really so just as you said it's it's um pro it currently promotes more of that gig based and flexible work model so people are able to work from home potentially have like multiple side gigs and make more money from that then second thing which affects my industry more or my niche anyways is that it's forcing industries uh, to adapt to the new content creation trends so gonna the days of just putting up something and just uh, with, with the barest of efforts now you see companies hiring skit makers and the likes to help them yeah. uh, mm-hmm. create like content that yeah. they can then use for advertising. You know, so it's it's actually a win-win because now it encourages companies to collaborate with creators either directly or through hubs. There was one I saw recently that has a, a collation of uh, creators and then you can just hire them through the platform to help yeah. you like a video or something for your product so it's 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 definitely had a lot of impact on regular jobs and industries so i saw a tweet recently and it says dear marketers it's not just gen z's that are on social media and i saved the tweets i bookmarked it for future use (laughs) but it was (laughs) it was an important tweet it was such a short tweet but it's an important tweet because in my line of work when people are drafting out strategies you cannot sleep without seeing gen z Z. on it and people forget that there are mothers using this thing my my mom is not a gen z i can assure you my mother (laughs) is not gen z my dad uses social media he's not gen z Many people Very use social true. media and they are certainly not part of like the Gen Z generation. So what are these other people doing? What are they seeing? What kind of content are they consuming? You have to ask yourself that in mm-hmm. any line of work as a creator. What is your life like? Are you living the life that is appealing to a Gen Z? I mean, 
my day-to-day life is not appealing to a journey. It's not the pearl. I, I, I live <laughs> such a very <laughs> boring life. So if I was to start creating content, who would I target? Okay. I can't just go and say, oh, Gen Z. No, that's not that's not my life. So people have to ask themselves what your life is. Now, for people you know, of the other generation joining social media, there's content for every single person on social media. There's a content for every single person on social media. And I, I will say, continue to say this for the rest of my life, there is content for everybody. There is news content. Oftentimes, I get what the dollar is from Twitter. And most people my age don't really care what the dollar is. Oh, okay. Now, now we care. Now we care. Now, now we care. <laughs> Since, oh, <laughs> now we care. But like, my brother is, my younger brother is not really concerned what the dollar is. Right, so there's content for everybody, and with brands now tapping into the creator economy, mm, that's a story. However, what I would say is, I love it for my people, and I love it for the brands too. But then at the same time, it's really important that it is done wisely, mm-hmm. right? A lot of brands are tapping into the creator economy and to the influencer market, and it's I see the post and I see the skits, and I'm like, I understand why. But no, right? So people, as, while everybody is like, there's a high now of like the creator economy and tapping into the creator economy, and brands like Salah that that's that that is that is what we do, yeah. right? It's, sometimes you just look at brands. I understand your time to trap tap into this market, but like you need to be more strategic about it. That's what I would say. People need to. Yes, it's a wonderful high. People are creating content and content is a way to reach tons of people. But then really find what fits for you really really find what fits for you that, that's what i'll say about it because if i say any other thing oh. <laughs> thank you um damala mentioned lai wasabi and yeah. he mentioned how he's like making like two million plus I, I love it for him. <laughs> but the thing is how do we as how do creators balance financial stability yeah. trying to make money and their creative freedom because it gets to a point where we stop listening or we stop watching certain skit makers yeah. because we think a big, a big, every minute you're advertising, every yeah. minute is advertisement. Yeah. So how do you balance this freedom to create and okay. trying to make money with brands? Okay, so my advice for anybody that's kind of like in this situation where you found, you found some sort of like fame through content, through your content and through social media... I think I'll come from the very emotional side of it and I'll come from like the very brand marketing part of it. Number one, be okay to say no. Mm. It's fine to say no. It's fine. And saying no can be scary because you're like, this is a job where we're trying, we're almost trying to live from paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes it feels like, okay, I don't have money till the next paycheck arises. But then that's where you're supposed to get smart, right? So you know, okay, I have this level of influence and... I need to survive X, Y, Z. Are you living with your mom? Yada, yada, yada. Put all of those together. What is your cost of living? What is your rent like? What's your cost of living like? And then find a good rate where you know that, okay, if I'm not going, if I don't get any other job for a span of like two months, which is hardly, if you found that kind of fame, there's no way you won't find a job for two months. But let's give you worst case scenario. You don't have work for two months. What Can you live on that thing? Right, so if you're only charging one million, not only one million, is a lot of money, Lydia. <laughs> but if you're charging one million, if you're charging one million, now you have to position your life according to that one million. You can't be, you can't be having one million as, and then you're popping 
you're popping azul azul in somewhere <laughs> <laughs> you're popping azul somewhere it won't work out for you so you have to learn financial discipline because now like damola said you're essentially your own boss yeah. and now you have to figure out a way to be a good boss Yep. It's easy for us that we are we go to work and I know Douglas will remit my money on a particular day. I know. <laughs> so I can position my mind. But now you are your own boss. So how do you manage your life according to that manner? Yeah. Then let's come from like the marketing aspect of it. In marketing you want to you want to get as many jobs as possible. As as a creator you're essentially some sort of like a marketer. You want to get as many jobs as possible but now does it fit yeah. does it fit yeah. so let me give you a terrible example sorry for like if that wouldn't want to hear this but imagine imagine lai wasabi coming to sell ladies pads would you buy pad for my wasabi uh, would you buy would you buy sanitary from uh, it would depend. Like if it came in the or if Damola, would you buy? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you would it would depend, you, but would I don't think it, it fits. If the it's brand. a sponsor, exactly, you have to. I might, but if he like brands it as his own, I mean that's weird. But maybe if it was, it was I think I'll buy it more when it's like his always. own than when it's like like sponsor. Like why are you getting him? Why can't you get one female to? So do you that? really just have to be concerned about what fits. I mean, he could potentially partner with a female, which is the the, the smart choice exactly. anyway. So it's they are giving yeah, his brand. Own. But with with the female, yeah, it's. I, I think I'll prefer if it's like okay, I'm launching a pad brand because of XYZ rather than what well, I was happy coming one day in his kids to sell pad to me. You have to find what fits, <laughs> and bec- and when you find what fits, it's when you will be able to tap get that arrow that you're looking for as a marketer. So let's say you give Lai Wasabi best niger to market you've seen his kids he talks about gncc money <laughs> gets money <laughs> he talks about it so you imagine giving him bet niger to sell i would understand why he's selling bet niger now i will be able to tap into it i'll be able to tap on any link he gives me or use any discount code he re- he gives me that's a marketer's ROI not views not I'm concerned about who taps on your link yeah. and I'm concerned about who uses conversion. your discount. I'm, I'm concerned about my conversion I'm not concerned about yeah so views are cute they're cute but imagine having 10,000 views and zero link taps uh-huh. what do you want me to go and tell my boss <laughs> I don't want to explain it to him so you really have to be you have to find what fits and be okay saying no when you know this thing doesn't fit mm-hmm. you're not just collecting people's money and saying that okay I can promise you XYZ but you really have to be concerned about what fits so that's what I'll say Damola please is there anything yeah, you want so to add to yeah in addition to that I would only talk about um the need for creators to diversify their income stream. Yes, because lovely. just as Lydia said, you you can't depend on just one stream. You know, if something happens, then you'll be looking like granites, and and that's really not <laughs> it's not the most creative of things, right? So you you have to make sure you diversify your income stream, and then number two, you have to make sure you maintain a balance between your sponsored posts and your original content. Yeah. Because again, just as you rightly said, if you post so much sponsored posts, people would forget that they loved you before. Mm. Thank you, Damola. Yeah. They are also going to forget that you have to eat, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget that, please. You know, so yeah. you kind of have to find a because... balance between them just to make sure you keep um, people happy because people happy means more sponsorship, which means more money, and more money means more creativity in general. Yeah. 
you know you're able to think better when you have money in your in, in your bank account not when you're very hungry True. so that's 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 what i would like to add in addition to that your boss will say that it is the okoinu that we used to carry the tita i mean the strength yes, of the exactly. inside that you used to carry yes, that of outside <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, so as <laughs> content creators really, is there like do you people ever go through issues of maybe copyright, intellectual property? I know that movies, musicians, you say like recently a musician, a should I call him a veteran in the music industry came out and said, Oh, this person, can't you hear it? He, he copied my song. Oh, can't yeah, you hear it? So mean, do you as content that. creators, <laughs> as do you think you people ever go through that time when somebody says, Oh, this person is stealing my yeah. ideas or this is my intellectual property? Yeah. Let me give you position of this. Let me talk about it as from seller's point of view. Yeah. It happens a lot, right? There are a lot of stories where people have outrightly taken people's courses and resold them. Wow. Right. Where people take people's ebooks and resold them. And that's why I'm so happy about the work that's done on seller where Number one, if you post, if you're hosting a course on seller, you can't, nobody can screen record it. If you're screen recording my course, I'll see your email. I'll, 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 Come like, on, meet you like, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> by the time you yeah, repost, that, that was a great addition. By the time you repost the course, you see the email at the top of like the screen. So now I know you've copied my course. If you report a case of like copyright to seller, you will be asked for a definite proof of like, okay, proof. Yeah. And then the person who has stolen your work will definitely be blocked blocked bye-bye right so as creators this happens in every industry people get in in technology science people get patents for this reason yeah right there you cannot stop people from copying your work you cannot stop it but what you can do is protect yourself so when you copy my work what happens next if i have copyright (laughs) a particular word and you then want to come and use it you will hear from my lawyers. You will hear from my lawyers. It's not like you cannot use it though. You can use it. Go it's... ahead. Put it in your work. Go ahead. But it's now a thing of you will hear from my lawyers. And again, that's why I'm so happy about things we do as seller. Because if at any point we our job is to protect, not just give creators a platform, but also protect, protect them, right? Yeah. So things from, from like people, the email showing at the top of your course to, for people to take your courses. Your courses are non-downloadable. Your eBooks, you can set them to be non-downloadable, so it can only be read read online. Yeah. If it is downloaded, if it is downloaded, and you see somebody else selling it, you can report that. Or if we see, it's not just if you report. There are times we've see, like we've seen it. This is the same as this, right? Yeah. And then one person, you go into like whole investigation where that one person you is at the end of the day. Yes, yeah. so. You have to protect yourself. And that's why even using things like seller is very important, right? So there is even an article on our blog, if you care to see how to protect yourself from copyright. It was written by um, our marketing team, but in collaboration with a lawyer, a creator, and a product manager at seller. It's a really insightful blog post. So the lawyer shares how you can protect yourself. He breaks down the legal terms. The creator shares experiences. And our PM tells you exactly how seller can help you and how tools like seller can help you. Yeah. Can so, you say the name of so that people that are waiting to check um, it out? Or maybe say the email. Um, the where, blog the is seller.co slash blog. Just when you how get to there, you yourself. see it. Seller.co slash blog. Yes. When you get there, you see the blog post. It's at, I think it's at the top. Right Damola, now. is there anything you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, the two major 
apart from i mean that's from the knowledge perspective which um, definitely is very important because as lydia said a lot of people copy and paste other people's yeah. content so it's it's a bit of a hassle but in the in the rest of for the rest of the general creator economy that don't do uh, knowledge selling i would advise the need for trademarks if possible for example sabinus and something huge yeah yeah i remember that's, that's that's a good example of trademarking then number two is contracts using contracts to protect yourself because you see situations where a creator has created something and then the the brand is like oh they're no longer interested but then the brand still goes ahead to, 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 to use it yeah to use it so they they can try to protect themselves with uh, with, with contracts to at least reduce the chances of that happening and even if it happens at least they have a higher chance mm-hmm. of potentially winning court cases on in, in situations like yeah. that mm, very yeah. true so um there is a, the issue of relationships okay. right because without the audience really there's no creator so how do you think that the relationship between creators and their audience has led to the growth of the creati- creators' economy. Ah, so hmm. let's 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 <laughs> look at this from a very one thing I'm currently happy about is the fact that African creators are now being seen, not just by people that look like them and True. and feel what they feel but by by the obodobes <laughs> yeah. the, the, the people abroad people in italy are viewing people's content the Obodo Ibo. yeah the obodobes no, you have to touch it obodobes you're seeing us yeah. and it is very important and one of the most important things for any economy is trade mm. right so you yeah. cannot have a floor not just trade inside between me and you and me and you there has to be international trade yes. right so because now there's there are platforms that allow you get seen by those people you can now share what you have to share share your knowledge with them collect collect their money mm-hmm. share your knowledge with them, collect <laughs> their money share your knowledge with this person collect their money so the exchange is going on and that's how it is growing so i released a report mm-hmm. and with every year we see from just our end right we can only collect the full data from just our end but we see what the economy is worth i thought i don't know if it was this year or last year it was what over two billion or six well the creator economy the creator economy wow and not the world's creator economy yeah africa's creator economy that's that it's yeah. all worth billions now and that was just last time we collected that data imagine what it's going to be Maybe like now. in november yeah right that's amazing so you need trade must happen and before now what really slowed this growth was not because there are no creative people it was how it, the problem of trade was such a big issue because open a dumb account a paypal account we meet whatever a, paypal account. is not i don't think paypal is even accepting there's no us. PayPal for us there's no paypal for nigerians yeah. there are so many yeah. things that are not available for us yes. and then somebody woke up one morning and said you know what let's create something that let's create a feature where you can earn in dollars hence seller so that's where seller took my money <laughs> i'm happy we collected we do notice your money so <laughs> so trade must happen yeah. so you have to find there has to be a way where trade becomes easier and that's where tools like seller came in okay you can sell your product in any currency you want mm-hmm. you want to sell in um, Ghanaian. <laughs> collect it you want selling usd 
pounds. Not selling pounds, collected. <laughs> so that was the big problem. It wasn't that, oh, Africans are not creative. That was not the issue. Mm. It was number one, how do you get how do we get us to see you? And that's where stories come in. The African story is such a beautiful story. And the now the real African the real story, African not the story. one they think they know. It's now a beautiful it's such a beautiful story. We're not yeah. struggling. Oh, we're coming like we're not hungry. One million now <laughs> drink somewhere. We're not hungry. We're not hungry. So people had to see those stories and yeah. get a glimpse into what our actual lives w- were, and also get value from us. Hence trade. So it's not just money trade; it's also human trade. Mm-hmm. Imagine, the Woman King came out and we saw a Nigerian there. Do you know? I don't know. I think anybody knew what it felt like to see an actual Nigerian, Nigerian man. Proud, their farms in like. Is Nigeria? Oh, <laughs> and like I know. I, I felt so happy. You check the 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 end credits of movies, and you're seeing Nigerians, Nigerians. as co-producers, Nigerians mm-hmm. as producer, manning the cameras in Nigeria. This hu- not human trade in the bad way, please. There's trade of labor, <laughs> please. There's trade is now trade of labor, yeah. and our trade of labor is getting seen. So we had to exchange money, and that's why tools like Salako came in. Then we had to now exchange labor. Mm. and that's where international platforms and people allowing their platforms to be mm. used to share the African story so you see talk shows like mm-hmm. Steve Harvey's talk shows you will see people are bringing Africans mm-hmm. to hear our story not from the documentaries that, that, they, did. that they did but our stories our way Yes. so people now see us it's important that they see you now they've seen us let's collect their money so dear creators collect that money collect your money Tamala <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you want to add to what she said um so basically just in relation to the, the the first question I believe creators should make sure they rely on their audience feedback to get yeah. content direction and monetization strategies because mm-hmm. I mean, your your audience are they are practically. I mean, they are not directly feeding you, obviously, but they are technically feeding you, mm. because without them, there's no you, you cannot really. get the sponsorship, the the brand ambassadorship, the selling of knowledge, and the rest. So when you listen to them, you are able to better create things that are in tune to them. Of course, you, the, the creator should not lose their personality yeah. in the process of trying to just please the audience because it's also going to backfire you know so that's that's the quick addition i'm just going to pack on to that and before we move on from there there's just something so beautiful about a creator that's in tune with their audience so i look at creators like salem king and how salem has this thing where everybody in his comment section is giving attention it's such a beautiful thing to see and even me as an individual when i i saw when Salem first started i he tells the story all the time and it's lovely i saw where he first started and i see where he is now yeah. and it's like you go king like, and do then you in all of that there's <laughs> never been a situation where Salem was not he felt less human Salem i feel like i know Salem like Salem my neighbor <laughs> And that's because of the relationship he has with his yes, audience. So it's not that, oh, somebody asks you a question and uh, I know you see it, but you don't want to answer. It's important that you have con- these conversations. Find a way to... At a point, when growth starts and oh when my, growth yeah. picks up, it feels you you become less reachable. And because you're less reachable, it become, you, your brand 
might start to lack a humanity aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Starting when you start doing sponsored posts, it starts to lack, lack that humanity True. to it. Mm-hmm. So you being able to say, okay, we're going to have a Q&A every single week. I'm going to go on live session and talk with you every single week. I'm going to tell stories that you can relate to. Sure. Very important. Mm-hmm. You can relate to every single week. And I'm then, after telling those stories and putting it online, I'm going to have conversations with you in the comment section. At least every of you that I can and I can see, I will talk to you in the comment section. It just makes you feel and yeah, anything you need, and you always want to like you'll be like first to be here, first to get here. And anything, like and anything you. you drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check check Salem's stories True. or check his views. Anything you drop. If you drop an ad, as long as you're able to communicate that ad in a human way, people will eat it up. Yeah. I have I have MTN sim. God knows why I have MTN. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I have so many apps that I don't need. God knows why I have those apps. Well, it was somebody that told me, go and download the app. Yeah. So yes, be be human. Be human. Now we want to talk about new creators people that are just coming in what do you think are skills and strategies that would assist a new creator to succeed in this creator economy so the the the, the first one and most important obviously is content creation yeah because um, without it i mean there is <laughs> you're probably in the wrong niche you know I mean, so the first one is content creation second one is um audience engagement which is where you learn how to engage your audience the right way so that they can bring more people to bring more people you understand like uh, mlm i'll be waiting at the column mmm (laughs) actually all of them together (laughs) then um, of course you need brand management which is extremely important it might not be important when you first start out but the more you grow the more you need it and if you did not have any idea of brand management when you were starting out you might not it, it might be a bit hard for you to push through some specific types of barriers so having that content creation skill learning to uh, learning how to engage your audience and having that knowledge of brand management are very very important skills that would help you uh, be a successful creator for me one important thing because I've, I've worked with freelancers i work with freelancers a lot and one thing i will say is learn client success that's very important. No matter who your client is, whether it is people buying an ebook or it is a one client that communicates with you, let me say a social media management contract or whatever it is, learn client management, learn how to be kind to people, learn integrity, mm-hmm. learn how to say, I will give you this and you give me this. Now, integrity is not necessarily saying, okay, if I tell you, I'll give you a pen on Monday, I'll give you a pen on Monday. But it says, if I'm not able to give this pen on Monday, you will know either on Monday morning or before Monday that I cannot get this pen to you, right? Learn how to talk to people is very important. Learn how to build relationships because relationships will get you a long way. Relationship is what will give you the space. Okay, I want to work with, I want to work with seller. Okay, who do I know as seller? If you've built relationships, you can text me or you can text someone else as seller and say, hey, I want to do X, Y, Z with seller. Is this possible? You have a relationship with this person. So relationships will help you walk through doors easier True. than most people will ever be able to walk through those doors True. and then when you get to those relationships how do you now treat your clients how do you treat the people you're serving it's very important learn integrity learn client management and learn to be a servant not mm. like growling on Obviously. the road but learn to serve so. people at the end of the day 
whatever you're posting online is value for somebody and you're serving that person so it's important that you learn how to serve yeah. Mm, thank you very much. So as we round up, I have like a few more questions, maybe two questions. Okay. Do you sure. do you see like in the in coming times is there a trend that you think would if would affect the future of work through the creator economy? Trend. Ha ha ha. So for okay. me, I think the the major trend we would see would be the increased use of AI ah, and yes. um, augmented reality. People are going to be using more of both of them. I mean, we're already seeing the AI part of things. Yeah. Uh, some creators are beginning to sort of duplicate themselves. I mean, if you see what Meta is doing now, Meta actually licensed a couple of top yeah. creators, and yeah, you can so put you can chat with them. They are posting, and I still think that's a very very interesting. Uh, Feature. way to go about things but i mean <laughs> it's 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 all totally well and fine so we're definitely going to see an increased use of ai then augmented reality would definitely be something that i think we'll see more of like which has that. more to do with the, the marketing side of things but yeah those two things it's it's definitely trending upwards are, are definitely trending upwards I would say work culture. This is very funny. If depending because now you're talking about like people that are their own bosses, but yeah. work culture would the trend of the, this trend of work culture would influence people because the whole one thing that really strengthens the the creator economy now is not that oh one creator becomes a creator and then what happens? They start giving out jobs to this to other people to other yeah. creator. They start outsourcing. So let me use myself for an example i have a content assist right so she helps me with content now how do i treat her Mm. how do i treat her what do i pay her Mm -hmm. so this new trend of like what it means to work and what the vibe should be like when you come to work would really influence like what happens in the future because creators will now become creators are already employers of labor and yeah. you will see this in the reports we recently wrote at th- this year yes, creators are now of employers of labor so how are you treating your employees mm. so it's not just about oh the corporate people don't want us to breathe now you're the corporate person <laughs> you're, you're the corporate <laughs> person. it might be a bougie <laughs> and very creative type of um of um corporate but you're now a corporate person mm-hmm. some people are getting um CACs and people are trademarking people are hiring lawyers hiring this you are now the corporation right mm-hmm. the corporation is you so how mm-hmm. are you treating other people mm-hmm. so if you are such a terrible person to work with try mm-hmm. such an ineffective boss mm-hmm. and if all of us remain like that this economy will crash True. because now it will die with a particular set of people mm. so people have to learn how to become good bosses to keep things going do you want your business to because you're the corporation but you can still live on after you're dead True. so how do you treat people yes mm. how do you treat your employees so pay well you must realize that pay pay is important please pay well as a creator don't hire if you're not ready to pay well and then treat those people well. Treat those people like you want to be treated. Because again, you're now the corporate boss. Yeah, that's it. Work culture. Thank you very much. And finally, do you think that the economy, the creator economy, would keep evolving and affecting the job market in years to come? Do you think this is a forever thing? It has come to stay or is there... Oh, Definitely. It's definitely here to stay. It's already shaping new forms of entrepreneurship where people are, are 
diversifying into different niches not just the general ones that we know for example again still using the one about pregnant women you see the ones for people women who are just giving birth you see some for life you see for some for mental health adhd is is very popular abroad you see different creators across all these niches you know so it's definitely shaping new forms of entrepreneurship and it's going to encourage or keep encouraging more people to pursue independent content creation as as a as a career instead of the traditional nine to five role so we'll definitely see a lot more people heading towards there Oh, thank you very much, Damola. Thank you, Lydia, for joining me today. And thank you, Sela, for coming in collaboration with Africa Check Radio to put this together. This is the second part of our three-part series for the creator economy. There's another one that's going to be next week on the 21st. And it's been an exciting time. As I can say that, I'm I'm coming into content creation. <laughs> <laughs> no, little by little, I'm doing <laughs> it. I mean, a day, in, a day in your life will very be very interesting. I did something like that. My friends were like, you oh my God, this is so amazing. I, I had like a lot of views. So I think I'm going to continue. You should. I think you I have a story. I think you have a very interesting <laughs> job. Yes, I do actually, and I have stories too. Yes. So you're giving exactly. me inspiration. So I'm going to yeah. keep on doing that. So I really want to thank you for joining us, and I've really learned a lot. And I know that I'm going to put this in place. And for people, I want everybody to know that content creation is not just content creation. It's a lot of things. I feel people think it's like it's just jokes, it's yeah. just crews. There's a lot of intricacies mm-hmm. that have to do with content creation but if you're creating content already just keep at it keep doing it and one day it's going to you're going to make the you big money the big bonus <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us don't forget you're to keep listening to, to africa tech radio and to join us on all our social media platforms at africa tech radio it was lovely to join you thank you so much to speak to you here. thank you for Take coming on cruise control thank you very much have a wonderful day till yeah. next bye. time bye bye everyone thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com